Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the In Squash podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Gibson, and this is it, episode 200, and it's the one that I've been uh, really looking forward to. Uh, I tried to put together uh, something, a few few episodes uh, over the last couple of months, but several have fallen through, but this one did not, and I am really ex- uh, was really excited when, uh, when Yusuf uh, Ibrahim uh, and I got together today. Uh, what a fantastic fantastic uh, month he's had and what an, uh, an exciting uh, young talent he is and he's our guest on episode 200 today we're going to talk quite a bit uh, about uh, his recent uh, form uh, during Manchester uh, at, at, in Manchester at the World Open and of course at the British Open uh, but particularly at Manchester where he uh, where he took out uh, Kareem Abdul-Gawad Mohamed Abulgar and then had that epic uh, five-game match, uh, which uh, where he went down 12-10 in the fifth to uh, Joel Macon, who uh, who then lost to Diego Elias in the finals. Uh, but uh, the squash that he played during that event, and uh, even uh, in the uh, in the British Open, where he went out to eventual winner Paul Cole in three very very close games, well-fought games. There we talk about all of that and the form that led up to uh, playing in those events. We also talk about his time uh, at Princeton and he'll be heading back there to uh, to begin his final year he graduates this year and he'll be playing his final year of squash for them should be exciting we talk about the the collegiate game and what he likes about it and, and uh, college life and how much he's enjoyed it and then also uh, I pick his brain on uh, junior squash in Egypt and uh, what he feels the recipe for success is there, and uh, he has some great uh, you know thoughts on that, and you'll you'll enjoy hearing that. So this is episode 200. I've been waiting for it, and I couldn't have asked for a better guest. He's one of my favorite players. I'm sure he's one of yours too. He's electrifying. Uh, he's been electrifying in the last few events, and he was electrifying today in the middle of Cairo traffic. We've got Yusuf Ibrahim on episode. 200 hey i can hear you hey oh that's perfect i'm sorry about this this is (laughs) it's the first time yeah i've tried it from zoom from uh from my phone because the unfortunately i'm in the club because i have practice like in 30 30 minutes or so so i couldn't call you from home i'm sorry yeah. Oh, no worries, Yusuf. Uh, really appreciate your time, though. Uh, th- thanks for doing it, especially on a uh, on a day where you're, you're doing some training. I mean, you look you uh, you looked extremely extremely uh, fit over the last uh, couple of events, uh, more so than you have. Uh, not not saying that you weren't fit in the past, but really more so than you have in the, the last couple of years. So I don't want to interfere with your uh, with your training today. No, no, it's totally fine. I'm, I'm happy to be here, and thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, great. Well, uh, Yusuf, first of all, uh, how does it feel to be back in uh, in Egypt after uh, several weeks uh, away? I, I noticed you had a, a nice little picture of uh, on, on Instagram there of uh, of some new little uh, little kittens there. In, in, in the yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. They are actually. I was uh, I was very eager to uh, because my cat was pregnant and I left her like to play Chicago. And two days later, she gave birth to these little kittens. So I was so pissed that I couldn't see them. Yeah. And uh, initially, I was like, um, I was thinking about, you know, playing the Chicago and then the Manchester and then the Bristol and going straight to college for my last year at Princeton. 
but uh, since I lost like a little bit early in the British, I thought maybe I will, I will take like a week in, in Cairo, be back home, see my kids too, and uh, and then go to uh, to America again. So no, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's it's good to be back. Absolutely. Uh, how big was the? Uh, how sizable was the litter? Uh, the litter. The litter. Uh, yeah. Uh, how how big it is? Yeah. How many how many kittens were there? There were uh, how many? Or eight. So it's eight. the first Ooh. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're full then. <laughs> yeah, and they're all so cute. It's just, oh yeah. Uh, I'm a cat person, so I'm probably a bit more obsessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cat people love cats, so uh, the more the merrier, right? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, I've got a dog. We used to have cats, but uh, we have a dog now, and uh, she's fantastic, but uh, incredibly annoying when we have unexpected visitors. Uh, cats don't oh, yeah, get I... those issues, I don't think. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, they actually cats get scared when there are strange people in the house. They just hide. Like my cat always hides when there are strangers. Yeah, they hide under the sofas. <laughs> Yeah. Or somewhere kind of cool but uh no no uh before we get to talking about uh about you and the the great uh, period you just had uh, no doubt you watched the final last night uh, the british open final uh yeah it's, it's... yeah and um i mean how impressed were you with the result there i mean I, I, oh uh, we just lost uh yusuf but he'll be back uh we've had a few we've had a bit of an issue um with the connectivity here but uh yusuf will be back i'm sure there he is he's coming he's back he's in the waiting room okay there we go zoom has a waiting room and he i'm, back. I'm, so, I'm back. sorry if uh, oh. wi-fi is a little bit like i'm sorry no problem. Yeah. No problem. I, I can edit all this. Uh, if, if I need to edit anything, it's uh, not an issue. So, but I was just asking you uh, uh, how impressed were you with, with the result there for uh, Paul's, uh, the way he finished the match, because it certainly uh, looked like after the first game that Ali had, uh, had a good eye on, on how, how to play, how to play him. And then he turned it around, didn't he? Yeah, he definitely did. I, I was like, honestly, I was not too uh, surprised that, Paul got the win. I think he's been playing brilliant squash, you know, um, the whole week. I also know that I also know that, you know, um, Ali, uh, like after he lost that second game, the momentum like shifted totally to Paul's side and Ali was a little bit fatigued also from playing like so many five setters in the tournament. And yeah. Cole was even, even though Cole lost the first game, it was only because Ali was reading him very easily. So uh, when Cole like uh, started to be more deceptive, you know, uh, make it more physical, play longer rallies, and you like, um, if Cole was, uh, if Cole stayed mentally consistent, that he would get the win, and that was the, uh, that was I think that was the issue for him, you know, the last couple of years, you know, get beating those top guys and being mentally consistent to play uh, Muhammad rally, um, but I think that, yeah, this is the right time for him to win a major trophy, and it's, yeah, it's it's. Uh, really big for him and no he's been playing brilliant and I think he deserves to win yeah yeah absolutely I mean it certainly looked like he he found like he was saying he found his targets and like you just said you know he was a, a bit deceptive there and that threw uh, Ali off and uh, yeah, it was great to see uh, New Zealand win one for a change eh of course it is yeah we need more <laughs> variety <laughs> even though I'm Egyptian but it's good for the sport yeah, yeah absolutely now uh, you you uh you went out to uh, to Paul in in the in the British there 
and uh, it, it was a good match. I mean, I really enjoyed it. And I was just, it just seemed like um, you, 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 you were missing that, that little bit extra that you seem to have in, in Manchester. Uh, it just, and there in the third game, you, you played quite well, but just at the end, it, it, you fell off a bit. Uh, does that sort of sum up how, how you feel the match went or uh, what, what were your thoughts? Because uh, it didn't look like Paul was sort of controlling it. It, 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 was, uh, it was touch and go the whole way. Yeah, no, I felt uh, actually pretty good. You know, I, uh, even though I didn't have a lot of time to recover after Manchester, but I actually felt, you know, very fresh uh, playing good squash. Um, I, th- I remember the last time I played against Cole, he was, I felt that he was much, much fitter than me. Like I could, I wasn't, I mean, I was able to play well, uh, you know, good squash, but I wasn't able to keep that level for, you know, long period of time. So uh, when I, when I actually played him last time, I felt, you know, even like, even if I'm too left down, I have the fitness, I have the physicality and the mentality also to come back. So I came back strong in the third. And I think it was just, you know, a minor things that made difference. I think it was a lot, probably a lot more experience than I am at the end of each game, because usually like we're all, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 You broke Um, up for a second there, but we're good. We're good. Um, so yeah, I was saying that, um, um, yeah, I think he was more experienced to play. He played the big points. Well, I think in the Manchester, what served me well that I was able to play also the big points. Well, even if I'm playing guys who are older than me, so that, uh, you know, uh, played into, uh, uh, each game, you know, very well, I was able to uh, play the big points well, made the gap at the right time. So against Paul, I think he did the same thing to me. So he was able to, uh, you know, uh, finish every game um, pretty strongly. And I think that, yeah, that's the difference in this match. But I felt, you know, overall, I felt that I was playing well. Yeah, I thought you played well. Uh, just a, just a few, a few miss hit. You, you just missed a few things here and there. Otherwise, it could have gone uh, your way as well. But looking back at Manchester, I mean, that, that was an, an incredible uh, uh, tournament for you. You had wins over Kareem Abdul-Gawad. Then you, uh, in, in the match, I thought you played your best squash was against the Mohammed uh, Ab- Abulgar. Uh, you were very clinical there. And then, uh, of course, uh, the match that we all loved uh, was, um, unfortunately, you lost that one, but you played brilliantly, I thought, uh, against Joel. Unfortunately, may- maybe some, I'm not sure what happened there in the in the fifth. You can tell us about, about that. <laughs> but, uh, first of all, before we talk about Joel, uh, uh, just tell me uh, how you were feeling heading into the tournament and then, uh, in the Abelgar match, uh, what was it that, that was clicking for you there? Yeah, I was, uh, you know, I came from this, uh, I had like a two or three weeks good training in New York City after Chicago, and I, I felt that I was, you know, playing well. I felt that I was fit. Um, I was going into Manchester, you know, I knew my draw. So I, um, you know, I've played with Abelgar and Kareem in a lot in practice matches, so I know how they play a little bit. So uh, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I was like, I had the mentality that I'm not going to lose anything if I, you know, if I, because uh, my draw is, you know, it's a little bit tough. So I was like, I'm going to just enjoy it out there. I'm not going to put pressure on myself. It's my last two tournaments before, you know, coming back to college. So I'm going to just use this opportunity to try to play my best. Um, and my body was feeling fine. You know, it's the first, like, time that I felt 100% um you know ready 
because uh, I had like a little bit of a knee injury the last couple of months. So I felt actually pretty ready. Um, so I just give it a go. Uh, I think the match against Gawadma helped me a lot to, you know, believe more in myself um, to play against Abubar and even try to beat him in three. So um, I, I, I just showed, I knew against Abubar, if I showed that I, I'm going to fight for every point, you know, um, they know that I'm a little in practice. I can, you know, um, you know, give freebies. I can hit a lot of tens. So uh, they didn't expect me to be that consistent, um, both of them. So I think that was like in the uh, post-match interviews, how, how you tended to, to lose most of your practice matches to those guys. Yeah. So I think there was a they were surprised that I was playing, you know, consistently and not making errors and playing also my attacking games. So uh, uh, I was I was taking it point by point. I always when I take it point by point, I only focus on the points. I don't focus on the game. I don't focus on winning. And I think that helped me a lot um, against Abuard to you know um, get a good. When I won the first game, I was very focused on getting a good start in the second and the third, especially the third. Um, and yeah, I think that broke him a little bit in the third when I was five or six, one up. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it's one against, against Ablegar. That's really key, isn't it? Because once he gets ahead, he he stays ahead typically. But maybe yeah. maybe against uh, Kareem, he 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 he's sort of not like that. He he can battle back and and uh, so the, to go that five games and to stick that out and and play as you said every point uh, as a point not play it as a game uh, that probably helped you uh, in the match against um, Abelgar, Mohammed. Yeah, it definitely did. And also against Gawad, he, I, I know him a lot. You know, I've watched him a lot of before and I know he can come back easily if he's too left down. So even if I, he was playing much better in the third and he was 9-4 up, I didn't want to lose that game easily. You know, I didn't want to give two tens and then go back and then come back in the fourth. I tried to... Uh, even if I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna make him work for it, you know. So I uh, I played my normal game, and um, you know I got a you know a couple of uh, uh, shots there. I was back six nine. He got a little bit nervous, so I didn't want to give him like anything, even if he had to win the game, he has to earn it. So I think uh, yeah, that, I think that's also made something me. new in in your mentality, uh, uh, Yusuf. Is this something that, or is this the way you've always been, or, or is this something that you've sort of developed uh, over the last little while, another element to your game? Because uh, I, I, I do remember a few years ago, I, I, I thought I watched, uh, you know, when you beat Mohammed uh, Sherbagi there, and, and shortly after that, but. Um, I mean, I always thought you were very talented, but you had a tendency to hit a few tins here and there. But this yeah. few matches, uh, the last few tournaments, uh, you've, uh, you've progressed from that, haven't you? Yeah, I've definitely did. And it's something that I've been working on the last couple of months. You know, I've been working on, you know, since I was junior, but um, the last year and a half after the COVID, when I was back in Egypt and playing all the top 10 guys consistently in practice, you know, I was really focusing in the practice matches that, you know, in these moments, in these crucial times, uh, even if I'm out, even if I will lose the point, I don't want to give it away easily. So I just have to fight for it. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to attack because this is my game anyway. So if I feel that it's the right time to attack, I will. But I will not take like like a, a, a risk that I will regret later. You know, if it's if it's a shot to be played for, I will I will go for it. But I I won't do anything flashy. I'll just you know um, you know try to win the point. So. 
uh, it's it, yeah, it's definitely I've progressed a lot. You know, my mentality has changed a lot the last year and a half, I would say, and it's helping me a lot to, you know, play against these tough guys and chase them. Right on. You're you're in the middle of Cairo traffic there, are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, this is a first for my podcast use. I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, this is great. Uh, I had Mustafa Saul on a, a little while ago, and, and he, he was doing something silly, uh, uh during the podcast. And, and now, th- 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 this is not your fault, but th- this is <laughs> added element, which uh, which is great. So, in the middle of traffic with the with Yusuf Ibrahim. Now, the the, the Jill Macon match was a match that I absolutely, I mean, I'm going to go back and watch it because uh, a clash of styles, right? I mean, Joel's just going to grind and grind and grind. But not only that, I mean, he's got some great shots too. I, I, I just, you know, that's his game and he knows he can win it that way. Uh, but you you hung in there and you, I mean, very, very fit. I mean, what was the difference there at the end? Was it uh, or was it mental? It was, I would say, so the last game especially, I was actually, you know, I was feeling okay. I felt that he he, he was running out of steam earlier than I Ooh. thought he would. Um, I actually That's what was I feeling, thought yeah. yeah, yeah, but the thing is with Macon is that even if he's, you know, very tired, he would just keep going and it's absolutely something that's, you know, it's just I, I respect him a lot for doing that because he's just going to keep going. Even if he shows that you're tired, and I know that he's tired, but he's, he's going to chase every ball. Um, but so what happened in the fifth is that I actually uh, got a little bit of cramp in my right knee, which, you know, I had the last, you know, my last injury was in my right knee. So it was, it was actually very weird because I, I didn't put a lot of stress on my knee playing, you know, tournaments and stuff. So it's, it's kind of, it makes sense because I haven't played that intense game for a while. So in my last game, and then the fifth game, it was, it wasn't a full cramp. It was like the feeling that my knee is going to cramp. So I was trying to, you know, uh, win um, points quickly. And I, it, it helped me. Like I was, I don't, I don't know, I was seven, four down or something. And I hit five winners. Uh, but then I, as I got closer to the finish line, I was more, I got excited. It wasn't that I was tired. I was actually feeling, my body was feeling totally fine, but uh, I got too excited and that's what happened, you know, in the juniors when I got excited, I, I tried to volley everything. I tried to, you know, play um, flashy shots. So it didn't serve me in this match. He, he got everything back in the rally of nine ten, and I was just, I, I tried to win winner, you know, <laughs> Yeah, from the serve, and yeah, I was, I was. Too, yeah, you're probably too uh, to, uh, you're probably reliving the, those uh, last few points uh, for a few days after, I guess. Yeah, that actually stung <laughs> a yeah. little bit, but. But you got uh, nothing to be ashamed of because you you acquitted yourself very very well throughout the event. I think you, I mean, including myself, I was I was always a fan of yours, but uh, even more so after that match. Uh, uh, you know, I like Joel as well. He's a completely different player, but uh, it was an, an incredible match, and you have nothing uh, to be ashamed of. Uh, so keep up the good, good fight, Yusuf. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I do like the match, and you know, even though I didn't get the results, but I was proud that I gave it a hundred percent, and Joel gave it a hundred percent. So it was. Yeah, he's a know, dangerous guy. Probably more dangerous when he's 
when he's really tired, right? <laughs> he is, yeah. He's always dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, you're in your final, uh, you know, I know you've got to go to practice, so I'm going to just go right, skip a few things here. But you're in your final year uh, playing at, uh, at Princeton. And, uh, you know, how, I was just wondering how the, the college, uh, the U.S. college uh, experiences, regardless of squash, I mean, it's got to be, uh, got to be uh, just so much fun. I mean, I remember the days back in back at college in Canada. I mean, that was those were fantastic. I played on the yeah. squash back then, and and uh, but not like what you're doing. But uh, but how how's uh, college life for you over there? Yeah, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's uh, such a unique experience that I'm gonna you know treasure it for you know the rest of my life i uh you know it's a, you make a lot of you know a lot of friends there it's it's actually also squash wise it's completely different because you're playing an individual sport in a sport uh, in a team environment so it's very different you guys you have to play with the team i uh, have to you know to do your workouts with the team and just act like a team so i, I like that kind of um other side of the game you know usually like if you travel you're always alone you know you're Try your, your, your practice game alone. Even if you lose, you come back by yourself. So it's in uh, college, you just do everything with your team, and I like that. Um, uh, I know it, it, it's it's one of the experience. It's actually uh, taught me a lot. You know, helped me grow a lot as a person too. Because you know, I always want to do the two things. I want to study, and I also want to play. Um, and I want to play at a good level. And this was one of the hardest things that I had to do because, you know, studying takes a lot of time and, you know, classes also. Um, so to be able to make free time and to do my, my program, you know, because I, I train at least um, make that schedule at Princeton, but I was trying to do my best. And I think, um, and I got tired a lot of times and I wasn't able to do it, but I was doing my best. So I'm really happy of where I am right now. Um, but other than squash, you know, it's, it's really great. It's just um, fantastic. But, you know, you go out a lot. People are so much fun. Um, you know, people are very professional there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you interact with, you know, different athletes from different sports. Um, I got to watch the American football for the first time. So it's a new experience oh, that I got to, to do. They, they have a, they've, got a great, they've got a pretty decent team usually, uh, Princeton. Yeah, they actually do. And they won the Ivies actually two years ago and it was a massive celebration. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's a totally different culture than Egypt. And I actually like it. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. Well, that team environment, I mean, the team aspect of squash, I mean, I've seen, I've never actually been to any of the, the, the varsity matches, but I've seen it on, uh, seen them on YouTube and live on, on Facebook and the atmosphere is electric. Is it? Is, it is yeah. it's massive. And I would say it's something that I think, I think personally needs to be added into the, you know, uh, pro tour. Like you need, it's, it's very, so I, so in college, you know, crowd are very obnoxious. It's like, you know, soccer crowd. They, you know, if you're playing away, they, they actually humiliate you and I actually don't mind it at all. You know, it's, it's, it's it makes such an app. Yeah. It's makes such an atmosphere and makes you play better. Um, and the crowd are really into it. You know, it's uh, when we play home against like Harvard, the Yale, these like big universities, they're all, you know, it's 
rivalry that goes back, you know, hundreds of years. So usually gets all our friends to watch us and cheer for us. And uh, it's yeah, that's a, amazing. That I love yeah. watching that, that aspect of it. But it does, you don't get that in squash. You're right. But I do remember, uh, and it's not so much so lately, but back during uh, Ahmed Barada's uh, time, uh, and I remember a few uh, some footage from I think maybe a match against Jonathan Power, and the the place was going crazy. And they had the flag. Yeah, I do remember. That was the permits. Yeah. It sort of had a similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that, that actually is very similar. That goes back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do remember for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh, and then uh, I was just wanting, like, your, your squash there, uh, uh, in, just in terms of comparing what obviously you, you put in some good time there in Egypt, some good training, and you got. You had a year away, I would imagine, from from playing uh, due to COVID in college. Uh, could you see the difference in your game, uh, like w- when you where you were able to just focus on on just squash? And obviously, I mean, you're, you're extreme. Are you much? You're much fitter maybe now than you were when you last played there. Or correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, definitely. I I feel much better. You know, I uh, I always I always like it's a good thing that I always feel um where am i level at you know i you know a lot of times i often do not uh i'm often not satisfied with my level because i usually feel that i have much more to give and uh but you know when i was back in egypt i actually felt really good you know practicing um i was you know i get four to five hours every day of uh, fitness and squash i get to play with all the top guys which is you know amazing and uh, it's also one thing that uh, one advantage that we have in Egypt is that you get to play with so much, um, you know, with a lot of, you know, good players, but also yeah. the variety. You can play with a lot of different players and it makes you, you know, when you see one, uh, someone working hard, it makes you like really motivated to do your best. And, uh, but also spending time with my family, uh, the pressure of also studying online is not the same of the pressure of studying in person. You know, the college was very, uh, actually university also was, you know, um, very aware that there can take a little easier on the students who are studying um, virtually. So it's, I wasn't able, you know, I was able to let that, um, you know, uh, get off from my head a little bit. So I was able yeah. to focus on my squash uh and i was able to do you know extensive uh physical training i got you know we had tournaments every two months so we had a lot of time to actually get uh, my body um fit to play you know these major tournaments and against these type of guys right on now just before you go uh you support joe they they call you joe some guys call you is that your nickname joe yeah, it is. It's actually Yusuf. Yeah, Yusuf is in Egypt. Yusuf's nickname is Joe or Joey or like that. Yeah, but it's Joe because it comes from actually the French name. So Yusuf in French Joseph. is Joseph uh, yeah, and yeah. it's Joe. Like the nickname is Joe in Egypt. You speak it. Yusuf? Did you go to a French school, a high school or anything in, uh, in Egypt? Because the French is... Uh, my my mom is actually... Yeah, yeah, I did. I did study French for five years back in high school in Egypt. And my mom is actually uh, she's she's Egyptian, but she's uh, went to French school. So she's actually very fluent in French. 
and she taught me French. So I know a little bit of French, but it's uh, it's been a while, but I, I can understand a little bit. Yeah, yeah I live here in the UAE and uh, I, I was playing squash uh, one day and an older Egyptian fella came in and uh, started, he, I guess somewhat he had heard I'm Canadian and he started speaking French to me. So I was like, oh. That's a man. I didn't realize yeah. it at the time. I, uh, now that I know a bit more about the history of Egypt, uh, I can understand it. But before before you go, uh, Yusuf, I just want you mentioned all the talent and all the variety uh, that exists in Egypt, and everybody knows this now. It's uh, you know so much talent over there for the last twenty years or so. But I, I'd like you to just sort of give me your thoughts. What what are your thoughts on? Uh, so I mean, you grew up as a junior and traveled the world, and and you've seen junior uh, programs around the world. What is the, in your estimation, the, the recipe for success for having so much talent in, in terms of the junior junior programs over there? Not necessarily, you know, at the highest level, but I mean, when you look at the British Junior Open, for example, practically every age group at the final stages, you're looking at mo- the majority are from Egypt. Uh, what is the recipe for success in your estimation, uh, having grown up and, and still being uh, relatively young uh, in that in the Egyptian uh, system, which is absolutely uh, amazing over there? Um, uh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that last part uh, a little bit? Okay, like, sure. Uh, yeah. Said that, yeah. No, I was, I was just saying. Uh, what do you feel is the recipe for success uh, uh, for the junior squash program that that has developed? so many uh, talented juniors, not necessarily, you know, what we see at the highest levels right now, but just all the, the, the junior programs and the junior participation levels that produce so many very, very good uh, squash players. What, uh, where does this come from uh, in your mind? Yeah. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 I can hear you. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. Um, I, I think uh, like, a really big advantage is the, you know, the, the competitiveness, of, like the competitiveness of the juniors, the luxury of having so many junior tournaments, like actually like there's every two weeks or so. And the juniors here are so competitive, play a lot of matches when they're juniors and they take it very, very seriously. So I would say, um, along of course, with having the right coach at the, at the right time to teach you, uh, you know, the um, basics, you know, the technique, um, the movements, all that stuff, which, you know, um, there, I'm sure there are great coaches for juniors everywhere. And I was lucky enough to train with the right coaches at the right time uh, in my career. So um, I, would, I would say the competitiveness, uh, you know, juniors here in Egypt, they actually, in the summer when they go to the school, they just, just play 24 hours. You know, they come here at 10 and they basically just uh, stay here to play for two hours, you know, get lunch here in the club, also, you know, have fun a little bit and then they play again at night. So they're basically playing, you know, the whole day and they're very competitive. You would see them, you know, kids cry when they lose in practice and they take it very seriously. So I would say, um, you know, com- the competitive aspects of the sports, you know, um, in squash in Egypt, it's, it's really massive. And you get that from a really young age. Um, you see Egyptians, you know, losing the British junior in early rounds and they're extremely pissed. And I was, <laughs> I was surprised when I was playing the British junior open when I saw 
some of the, you know, the foreign nationalities, when they lose, they actually, you know, are not as pissed as the Egyptians. So they kind of like, uh, you know, they play consolation. They also want to win. And it's very, it's very good also for the sport because you have to uh, show good, um, good behavior, even if you lose. Uh, but that mentality of just winning, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, taught at a very young age in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Makes sense, yeah. Well, uh, how's traffic out there, Yusuf, right now? Uh, Well, it seems to have died down. You see it, it's actually... Yeah, it's it's you know it's uh it's uh the, the parking at the club, but it's not too busy now. <laughs> it's <Okay. good. laughs> it was a little bit hectic there for a while, but uh, now it's like, yeah, now it's, yeah, no, it's fine actually. No, 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 no one fighting over parking spots out there. That's good. Well, you, you no. said, uh, really, really uh, thank you for, for joining me here. This is the uh, episode 200 of my podcast, by the way. So uh, it's a special one for me. And I want to thank you for, uh, for coming on and all the best uh, going forward, going back to Princeton uh, very soon. Thank you very much. And thanks a lot for having me. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, I got to say that was a lot of fun. Uh, what a talent, Yusuf Ibrahim. Many thanks to him for taking the time up for his training session. Uh, he'll be putting in a bit of uh, hard training before he heads back to Princeton to begin his final year there and uh, hopefully uh, very successful and academically and in terms of the squash as well. We'll see if they can knock off Harvard and if he can take the individual title this year. Uh, it should be exciting uh, to watch that play out over there and also uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we're going to have um, legend uh, Rob Dinnerman on to, to talk all about that uh, amongst other things uh, as well so again many thanks to Yusuf and uh, my apologies for uh, the delay in getting uh, episode 200 out uh, a few uh, things uh, you know been busy with work we just started our semester here at the college that I work at and uh, there have been uh, several things that have been keeping me from uh, the podcast but I'm back now I've got uh, quite a few uh, episodes in the hopper and uh, we'll be uh, pumping those out uh, fast and furious as usual which is which has brought me to episode 200 but 200 is a big one for me and uh, we've worked hard to keep the podcast going and I appreciate all of you for listening for your feedback for your encouragement uh, over the last couple of years and we're going to keep uh, keep on going the squash uh, over the last month or so, Manchester, the World Championships, and just now the British Open has been nothing uh, less than uh, inspiring. And, uh, you know, Paul Cole having just won the British uh, with a fantastic performance. Uh, that was a fantastic final, by the way. And what a class act uh, Ali Farag was there uh, in a class act in defeat. And Paul Cole, congratulations to him. And also to Norel Sherbini. Uh, she toughed that one out. It didn't really. Uh, look good in terms of uh, the lag uh, injury that she had but uh, as um, Yusuf and I talked about uh, in terms of Joel Macon when he's down and out that seems to be when he plays his best uh, when he's physically uh, appearance wise uh, down and out he plays his best and uh, Nora seems to uh, have that same mentality and she's uh, uh, I guess that's one of the reasons. There are many, but uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, she's number one in the world and has been for 
such uh, a long time. So congratulations to uh, Paul Cole, Norel Sherbini, and well done to, to both uh, Noran Gohar and Ali Farag. Uh, it's a great British Open, one of the, one of the best that we've had. Uh, we also had Miguel Rodriguez playing uh, again, al almost getting through to the final again, uh, but uh, too many five-game matches, and uh, disco time came to an end uh, in the semifinal. Um, against Ali Farag, but uh, that was fun to watch as well, uh, watch that play out. So it was a fantastic uh, British Open and enjoyed that. And uh, again, everybody, uh, uh, thank you so much for listening. We're going to have a few more coming up here. Uh, please feel free uh, to communicate with the podcast via Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, what have you. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on all podcast applications. So uh, stay tuned for more. And this is uh, episode 200, one that I'm really proud of. And thanks again to Yusuf Ibrahim for being a part of it. All the best now, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye now.